Hi, K-Watchers. It's Leanne. Hi, everyone. It's Juliet. Welcome to the K-Watch Party. Today, we have Marry My Husband, episodes three and four. We are ramping things up in the world of Juwan. The glasses are coming off, y'all. We got some naked faces. Let's see what it's all about. Glow up time. TGIF, Leanne. You look like you had a great Thursday night. <laughs> How are you feeling this morning? <laughs> you mean I look like shit? <laughs> yeah. Stayed out much later than necessary. These shows, they're always like slurping ramen. They they're, really, yeah. They're drinking soju and having like spicy foods. And so I was inspired. So uh, me and two girlfriends went out to, um, what is it, Suljip, like a drinking Sul-jip, house. Suljip, yeah. Um, we had jampong, like soup. We had kimchi fried rice it was just a perfect oh sounds so good it's always a good idea until you wake up in the morning and you're like oh my face i know thank god for liquid iv i know right but yeah you know i like a sulci better than a bar it's like quiet you can talk at this age i just want to eat drink and talk yes that's all i want to do i don't need to be in a scene and dress up, you know? Yes. I smell like fried you food smell right like, now. Yeah, you smell like fried kimchi and butter and spam. Yeah, I got in my car and I was like, what is that smell? I was like, oh, no, wait, it's just my pores. <laughs> anyway, so that was my Thursday. Um, yeah, there's Friday's also, feeling good. it's just nice to just sit, right? Like Sitting if you go to a good. bar, yeah. you're doing a lot of standing. And you're like shimmying in yes, to get a drink. You know, I did go to a bar last week and it felt so unfamiliar and uncomfortable and I think we like took a shot and then we just left because I was like I need to sit down I need to rest. Where did you go after you took a shot? Oh then we went home after that. That was our last stop. (sighs) Oh okay. But I was like I mean there were a lot of young people out and I was like that looks good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Not for me. I need to go and and be in a supine position. I'm on quite a roll because and I think I'm extra tired because the last weekend I went to see two comedy shows my my thing wow. is yeah I love a comedy show I went to see John Mulaney he was great as usual but I also saw Amy Poehler and Tina Fey that was a big one was a big How one was it it was the biggest room full of white women I've been exactly. in like, I feel like every white woman I've come across in this neighborhood has told me that they've gone to that and I'm like it must have just been a reunion <laughs> yeah it was like you look out and it's just large groups of white gal pals yeah so like, you stuck out like a sore throat there were a few of us non-white women. They know it too. They make fun of themselves yeah. on it um, in the show. Uh, so you got some good jokes in your back pocket? <laughs> Stealing their jokes. I was yeah. just like writing them down. Actually, at John Mulaney's show, and I, this has happened at multiple comedy shows now, they have these pouches where you have to put it in your phone and they lock your phone oh. and your watch. But you can't access it during the show, so you can't record. It's very odd to be out without your phone right I didn't even text my babysitter that I'm not you know you're like just right. dead for two hours like there's no wow. contact but you know we've just become so addicted to our phones it's insane and so I've also because my son was like do you think you're on your phone half of your life is what he said so I started putting it away as soon as they come home I put it in a drawer because wow. it's just like it's such instinct to like yeah. immediately oh, yeah. pick it up and I I don't even have my sound on but it's such a dopamine rush to pick it up so that's know, my like, new what are we what are we checking habit. for? I know exactly. I'm like, no, there is no emergency. The only emergency would be in this room. Right, exactly. So I need to like get myself centered and pay attention. Unless I suppose we had another chance at life to live. Well, right. If we had another chance and we reincarnated, we'd go back, get a flip phone, 
and stop our addiction. Jiwon goes back 10 years. That's right. The technology looks very similar. <laughs> yeah. Not they really didn't do much. This drama to me has been a lot of very low effort <laughs> in terms of keeping the storyline straight, <laughs> keeping its theories, you know, connected. I mean, there's obviously a lot of money put into the production and all of that and the big names. But otherwise, I'm like, they've put very low effort into making this a cohesive story. There's a lot of places where I was like, that wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't, yeah, I'll, it makes no sense. Yeah. And I feel like it's so complicated that you almost can't think. I mean, like like you told me last week, stop overthinking. Yeah. But I was like, I, my brain hurts because this doesn't correlate with what just happened. But now I'm, I'm so confused. And so maybe that's the thing. You just let go. You gotta let go. You just go. don't think. Yeah. Don't, you I don't this. know why you are so <laughs> in like, anguish. Where's the logic? Yeah. No, you gotta let shit go. But I have a theory and we'll get to my theory okay. that might explain all of this. Okay. So let's start with episode three and four. We start off episode three in an uncomfortable scene with G1 and Deadbeat Husband. Because Deadbeat Husband, he's the boyfriend. So we're back in time now. This yep. is... She's 31 years it, old, 2013. Yeah, let's call it new life. New life and past life. Okay, so she's in new life. Deadbeat husband got mixed signals from her and thinks she wants to get it on. And so he like whips off his towel. <laughs> he's hilarious. He looks like he's going to dogpile her, which if you listen to last week's episode, I love a good dogpile. Um, but probably not With the penis in your face? I don't think it's right. You shouldn't like smash your dong. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she looks horrified this is another drama trope where the main girl just can't be seen as like yeah she's very uh pure right like any genitalia really just shocking yeah really like shocking. the fact that it even exists is shocking to yeah it's like even in 2024 these dramas still have our lead can't make them a sex object i mean this woman park min young the actress is 40 years old you know she's like a grown-ass yeah, woman and she's right. still acting like oh my oh. god oh, i can't look at the penis in this uncomfortable scene, she gets saved by a fake chicken delivery. And we see that hunky GM is behind this. This guy has nothing else to do. He really, he really doesn't. <laughs> so at this point, it's still a mystery. Like, why is he stalking her? Why is he, like, just in the shadows all the yes. time? Yes. The big plot reveal in episode three is exactly what happened to Jiwon in high school. So it all happens out in the barbecue restaurant. But before we get to the barbecue restaurant, we have... Jiwon hanging out with cheerful coworker Hyun. So Hyun and Jiwon are they go out. This is the day drinking we were talking about, eating yes. tteokbokki, mm-hmm. having soju in the middle of the day, which just looks like a hangover waiting to happen by five p.m. Uh, and then she's so funny. She she sneaks the fried dumplings into this her. This girl bag. is also a caricature, right? Yeah. She's just like so funny and over the top cheerful. Yeah. And then she takes her to a fancy boutique right. to give her a makeover and I was like and she she was like this is my you know payback for what you did and I was like she gave you a sweater to cover your period stain yeah <laughs> and she's getting a full-on makeover where are these friends in my life seriously I was like this girl is so rich it almost looked like not a boutique like a membership club oh it was a membership right, right? that's yeah. what they said yeah and so she has this club that she goes to and like personal shoppers there and a and the hairstylist is there I mean, yeah, she just seems very rich. Everybody in this story is here to help Jiwon realize how strong she is and how meek she was and like how she just didn't live her other life well. But do you think it's everyone is here to exact revenge? 
Right? Because I was thinking, okay, so she's going back 10 years. And what is she trying to accomplish? Like, of course, yeah, she's trying to become a stronger woman. And But is she trying to do this so that her husband and Sumin her end up together and Sumin's the one that gets cancer? She says in the end of episode one, I think she's like, it's going to have to happen to somebody. Right. He has to marry somebody. So he might as well marry this woman, Sumin, right? But it actually doesn't make sense. Because- <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It's like, but then Sumin didn't actually get married, right? So like he has to get married, but Sumin wasn't married. So but how would she, she be the one? the future by pushing them towards each other? Because she's like pushing them away from her. Right. So maybe they'll come that's to her each other idea. sooner. Yes. Right? And so I think that's what she's trying to do. But everything ha- that happened has to happen again. But... Is it also true, like, Sumin wasn't married in the last life, right? Right. So then wouldn't it happen that she wouldn't be married in this life too? Yeah. Anyway, again, <laughs> let's not overthink it. Uh, we'll find out. And actually, one of my friends who has watched past uh-huh. these episodes, she said that it was interesting to hear us talking about our theories mm. because I think probably many of them either will come true or, like, been disproved. So right. she's like, it's just fun to listen to where you guys are headed towards. It's glow up time. It came so early. That's what right? I'm saying. I, episode three? Yeah. Do we think Park Min Young was like, I can't do one more day. Yeah, I, <laughs> I cannot look I like this. I can't wear glasses for another episode. No more. I'm. Do you think it's in her contract? She's like, mm, <laughs> oh, only, right. only people, two episodes right. with glasses. That's it. Some people are like, I don't want sex scenes. She's like, I can only have two episodes of glasses. The glow up is great. You know, glasses, obviously, gone. Stylish bob. Sweatpants are off. She puts on like insane heels. Okay, so we're talking about things that are just completely unrealistic. This girl would never be able to walk in those heels. Actually, I wore six inch heels at my wedding and they were insanely comfortable. Really? Oh, because they were expensive? They were very expensive. Yeah. Uh, She looks amazing. Okay, so she takes off her glasses. She can just see? Was was LASIK part of this makeover? Well, okay, do you think they're going to show her putting contacts in? Like, that is the most ro- unromanticized scene. I want to believe that in this makeover, in the back room, she was getting LASIK. That would be amazing. And she just... But then she'd have to wear those goggles. Bo- those goggles. <laughs> that would surely turn heads. In the entire drama, she'd just be putting eye drops in because they're so dry from the LASIK. Or I was thinking, like, maybe did she never even need glasses? Like, maybe she has oh, no prescription. it was a way to hide. Mm-hmm. It was the way that she could hide from the world. Yeah. I'm harping on glasses, but they're so anti-glasses. They are so anti-glasses. And I find this to be, it's, it's again, comical because it's like, people look good with glasses, guys. Like She tells Jihyuk, hunky GM later. Right. You, you look so much better without glasses. And I was like, he looks fine with glasses. I actually really like him in glasses. I'm like... Is this drama sponsored by AccuView? Oasis HydroClear contest? Maybe LASIK. Big, big LASIK is here. We get a makeover montage. We knew, uh, you know, the montage of her in different outfits was coming. Yes. They did it in an odd way. Yeah, I know. Usually you like they, go in the dressing room. They cloned like, her eight times. Yeah, like usually it's like like fun music. You yes. go in the dressing room with an outfit and then you make a face. You're like, I'm not sure. And then you go in and of course you look amazing and everyone's clapping. Like, right. There was none of that. None of very... that. And then one of the outfits where she had the really big shoulders. Yeah. I mean, I, maybe I'm just like so not avant-garde, but I was like, these are not that great. No, I know. But, you know, in Korea they are f- 10 steps ahead of us in that fashion. That is true. That they, is fair. they know what they're doing. It's like pretty woman, except no sex work. And 
instead of a man with a credit card who wants to just buy this to sleep with her, we've got a woman. There we go. One step forward. Because I was, yeah. I wrote in my notes, I don't love this trope because we're telling yes. young people that you have to look a certain way or you got to dress this like, you know, beauty, this princess who gets a glow up in order for people to like acknowledge you. and yeah. recognize you. Right. And I feel like at least in this in America, we're really moving away from that trope. Mm-hmm. Like you see Disney movies really outside of Frozen. Yeah. It's been there has been nothing like that. However, mm-hmm. I will say even my daughter, who was like seven years late to the Frozen game. Yeah, that's uh, that's the only Disney movie she wants. And I find that really fascinating because we don't make any concerted effort to like push any p- princessy stuff on her, but she is obsessed with Frozen mm-hmm. and yeah. she wants a Frozen dress. She wants all the Frozen stuff. She's Hair like, braided. Encanto? No. Uh, Raya? No. Well, you, you know, know what's happening in Encanto? Mirabelle has glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so and is a, the world anti-glasses? And Ajima perm. So. <laughs> I do love though. Yeah, I do love that. The woman is paying. Well, it's probably her dad's credit card, but you know. I was like, who is this girl? I mean, we have theories about who she is, I think. They have a great day. This girl is such a nice friend to her. But it's kind of odd. She like kind of comes out of nowhere and is now just her like bestest friend in the world sleeping over. She does see the next morning that she got gifted these earrings. Or again, the earrings are here again. So then the glasses are central Mm -hmm. and then the fake earrings. Yes. Big, they are like the, the they are the storyline here yeah. because this girl is rich cheerful coworker. she can tell how fake they are and she gives us a lesson in like stages of fakeness yeah. and she's like this is the worst of the fakes there's a tongue moon mm-hmm. and then there's the shine <laughs> yes exactly and you got the shine girl yeah. and you should not wear those and she's like this gift was meant to humiliate you and so she lets her borrow her real earrings but do you even think that people can tell but she got Jiwon the worst the to worst. make hers look real yeah. that is twisted shit we finally get to the reunion I mean she comes in with her heels and her beautiful white dress everyone's turning their heads Sumin is speechless we learn all the lies Sumin has been telling everyone to turn everyone against Jiwon and like that's why they, she got bullied in high school one of which was that she is actually the assistant manager and Jiwon is the one who's the contractor I mean do you think people make fun of people like this in real life I don't know don't they have LinkedIn is it so hard like you need a card I guess this is 10 years ago LinkedIn was nascent and then that she Jiwon stole Sumin's boyfriend from high school right. or made them break up and we find out it's the chef that we saw in the previous episodes. Yes. His name is Unho. I'm going to call him chef. So they're arguing, they're bickering in the barbecue restaurant. Jiwon is like still trying to be like, you guys, I didn't do any of this. These are all lies. And then they're like, I don't think so. <laughs> and then the chef walks in. And then he walks in. I actually like sat up and was like, oh my God, he's here. I would love to watch this with you. <laughs> I would love to see these reactions. It was an empty room and I looked around. I was like, oh, he's here. He's here. (laughs) So it turns out he's been pining for Jiwon since high school. He's been wearing a fake relationship ring because he's still. He was so traumatized by what she did to him in high school. And he's 31 now. Bro, grow Grow up. up. Get a freaking (laughs) life. Get a girlfriend. Like, don't be such a loser. You know, I think if you're a chef, you can't have a life. That's true. Although he, he... doesn't seem to be like working in that busy of a kitchen right he's like oh, i'm gonna take the day off yeah exactly he's like too eager holding her hand how dare he hold her hand it's episode three okay you don't hold hands 
It's his first love. Oh, you know, they make such a big deal about the first love. First love. Yeah. And it turns out she, he was her first love too. But then, oh, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. It was all orchestrated by the GM. What we're seeing is a little bit of hunky GM's endgame. He called the restaurant to confirm there was this high school reunion. He sought out the chef based on the name of the right. high school. Like he had to get some like private investigator to like find this guy for him. It wasn't the chicken guy? <laughs> Maybe his chicken guy. <laughs> he sent the chef over to the high school reunion to stand up for Jiwon. But then you see it's sort of playing out to be a love triangle, mm-hmm. right? Because he sees them holding hands up by the river and mm-hmm. then he calls her to call her out to come to work. And then I was like, okay, well, now this is getting exciting. Because it's backfiring on him. This plan to bring the chef into the picture, it was just allow her to save face. He didn't realize chef is hot and heavy for this Mm Jiwon. Hunky GM, we're finding more about him. We do see him in one scene at lunch with his grandfather. Yes. It sounds like he was being set up to be married to somebody. Mm -hmm. And he's telling his grandfather, I don't want to. And then he says, I have somebody that I like. And but it's one-sided. One, it's one-sided. But there was one scene as the grandfather was driving away and he was telling his right-hand person, why is he doing that? Doesn't he know when you do things you haven't done before, you die? So they didn't translate it like that. I, I realized oh, the, I Amazon, that. the Amazon Prime translation is not very good. Okay. But he says, when you try to do things you haven't done before... Like assert yourself and and like people like uh-huh, women, which uh-huh. I guess he hasn't really done before. Then you die, is what he said. So I was like, that is laying the breadcrumbs like, there. Yep. Are we being led to believe that the one-sided crush is G1? Where yeah. did this come from? Yeah. Like, Why? I mean, I think this is also another illogical storyline. He's developed these very strong feelings. And has barely ever interacted with her, even in the previous life. We've only seen the previous life from Jiwon's perspective, oh, sure. right? right? And so she seems a little dense. Like, she doesn't notice. Maybe she didn't notice that he actually liked her. And so we're only seeing it from her point of view when, like, he calls out her earrings in the elevator. He right. was actually being kind to her, ah. but she was like, oh, in the past life, he, I thought he was being a jerk. Yeah. But actually, he was looking out for me. So I think maybe we haven't seen her point of view that might have indicated he had a crush on her back mm-hmm. then. There's also a weird moment later outside of Jiwon's apartment when he drops her off after that odd work event. Isn't it Sunday? And it's like 8 p.m. And there's this showcase happening. The older gentleman who is, I think, a, you know, exec yeah. at the company. The dirtbag. The dirtbag. She's like, oh, yes, I remember now he was maybe kicked out or he like resigned because he was berating an airline employee. Yeah. Remember that scene? And then I was like, so much of this probably is based on true stories because remember this happened with, I think it was Korean Air and there was a, the daughter of the CEO who is also an exec, she berated the flight attendant for, for giving her pistachios in its bag, maybe not in its, not in like. Not in a crystal container. Porcelain bowl. She went to prison for that. <gasps> wow. For five months. Well, actually, I was just looking in the news. Like, the New York Times sent it to me. I don't know why. In my email that the president's wife in Korea is in hot water because she accepted, like, a $2,000 Dior pouch or something. And it was, like, caught on a spy cam. Yeah. From who? I, I don't know. I didn't, like I didn't click it. I didn't <laughs> click it. Like, oh. I just saw the headline. That's how I read the news. <laughs> Yeah, so he drops her off at her apartment and then he says something to her outside. Maybe this is bad translation, but he's like, oh, you know, I'm not sure people need to get married. And then she's like, oh, you don't want to get married? He's like, no, I'm definitely getting married. Is his end game to marry her? I mean, because in this logic, she has to marry somebody too. So instead of marrying Deadbeat, 
she's probably going to marry GM. Yeah, that yeah. would be wonderful. But That'd again, wonderful hunky GM was not married in the last life. So like, does he change his fate? Okay, so going back to this. Okay, my theory then is maybe what she is trying to offload from her fate is the cancer and okay. the cheating. It's more about whoever ends up with the deadbeat, deadbeat mm-hmm. is the one who gets cancer. So you're saying she's trying to skirt death. Not only pawn off her husband on Sumin, who yeah. deserves him, right. but also skirt death. But, you know, if I was trying to skirt death and skirt cancer, I'd be drinking a lot more green tea. Like, she doesn't seem to be taking yeah. care of herself you, in Maybe any not way. soju at 12 p.m. <laughs> with some tteokbokki. Remember the deadbeat husband in episode one was like, oh, yeah, I got cancer insurance because her dad had stomach cancer or something like oh. that. Right? So can you change your right? DNA? They say cancer is living in us, but that like a flip gets switched. Th- some ideas about cancer is that it's the cells are there, but they're dormant. And then like a flip gets switched and they turn on. When does the flip get switched? It's exactly. How? So they don't know what right. happens to flip it. I don't think they're going to mention that. No, they're not talking in about this, in this the show. Cancer <laughs> We're not learning about cancer treatments in this no. show, unfortunately. Except for the fact that the hospital come for you if you don't pay your bills. You better pay your bills in Korea, man. So we're moving into episode four. The biggest reveal of episode four is what's up with hunky GM. Um, I said finally because I was like, okay, finally it feels worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Up to this point, I've been a little bit dismayed by this drama. Dismayed is very strong. I'm now engaged because... They, they really left a very big breadcrumb that mm-hmm. felt worthwhile Satisfying. to investigate. Yeah. So the big reveal is that we see Hunky GM coming out of the shower. He looks at himself in the mirror and he has a blue heart on his collarbone that matches the heart that we've seen on the dollar bills as a callback to her dad. Right. So then... Is this her father? Like, no, it's, we find out it's him. I know it's him, but why? This just, I have a theory. We'll do the recap and then I'll get into my theory. The blue heart is on his chest. He has a cat. He also almost runs over a cat. Cats have nine lives. This drama has layers. Cat is here to signify that we are all living many lives. We see that in Jiwon's first life, he was at her funeral. He sees deadbeat husband and Sumin get arrested. That was very satisfying. If she wants exact revenge, that's it, right? Yeah, they go right. to prison for... But she'll never know this. She'll she never wasn't know. Right. there. She'll never see it. And so in her mind, they got away with it. And he's sitting around drinking tea and listening to the high school... Qu- bullies. Bullies. Yeah. Tell the whole story about the barbecue restaurant. The original, yes. right? Where she showed up with the fake earrings and her sweatpants and the hat. He hears a chef's name. He hears the barbecue restaurant's name. And so now we're like, oh, that's how we knew all of these little details. A few days later after her funeral, he says something like, oh, I felt so bad about it. So I guess maybe he really was attached to her in the first life. He swerves in his car to avoid a cat. It looks very similar to the ginger cat in that he's oh, chatting yeah, with. Oh, yeah, absolutely. His, yeah. I think. Okay, so does the cat come back with him? It must be the same cat. Yeah. Well, technically he saved that cat's life. So I don't know why that cat <laughs> would be reincarnated in the old cat's body, right? Like that cat shouldn't Add be dead. that to the list. Yeah, that cat should be alive. But anyway, my problem with this scene is that he is CEO at this point. No Korean CEO drives their own car. And shows up to a funeral on his own. On his own. Yeah. No way. Where's his security? No. He would be, have a driver for sure. This accident would never have happened. 
his driver would have run over that cat. Okay, so here's my theory. Is this purgatory or like limbo for G1? Why is everyone so nice to her? Why is GM being sent back to help her? Cheerful coworker spends tons of money to try to make her like look better. So nice to her. Mm-hmm. Chef, obsessed with her. Hasn't stopped thinking about her in this life. Jihyuk, he has a second chance at life to come back and help her. But wh- wh- why do you think it's purgatory? Because it's like she needs to right the wrongs of her life to move on to the next plane. Uh. Right? And so this is actually not happening. This is all happening in, like in her mind. This is like a fever dream purgatory. And so in order to go <laughs> to the next stage of whatever heaven or whatever it is, she needs to go back and like relive her life the way she should have lived it. Final. Interesting. Don't I you think you're overthinking it. <laughs> I mean, but it would like make sense. Like, why? Yes, is I know you're right. Here for it's her? like suddenly yeah. everyone is, is obsessed with her. Right. Where in her previous life, nobody could would even give her a second glance. Exactly. And so, other part of my theory is that Hunky GM did something in his past life where he has to be like atoning. And that's why he's here to help Jiwon. I don't think that this drama is <laughs> that deep, as you have tried to tell me many times. But I think it's interesting. It's an interesting theory. And I think because they're playing with a lot of this, like, reincarnation time travel, mm-hmm. there probably are elements of it. But they'll never... That, that's not how it will play out on this drama. I mean, yeah. At it'll the just end, be a happy ending. Definitely She's going to become the CEO's wife. Yeah, I know. Blah, blah. They're both going to skirt fate and live yes yeah, we, we know that's gonna happen right. but i like my theory better but okay so i don't know much about this you are m- well versed in multiverse theory mm-hmm. but if only you... from the mcu right that's what i'm saying <laughs> but i don't watch the mcu so i it's i was actually like steve, just reading it's not like stephen hawking okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> well based on your uh elementary knowledge of it stephen strange dr strange dr strange uh-huh. uh what do you think you'd be doing in a different if you had a chance and actually the reason why i say i'm asking you this is because i've been doing a lot of thinking i've insinuated this on a few times on the pod is like i I, this is who i am but i do i'm doing all these exercises on like what my life could look like in the next 25 years what i want it to look like and doing all this kind of you know essential stuff but it makes a very cliche question, but if you really could do whatever you want, because I feel like I've gotten this lease to do whatever I want right now. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm stuck in maybe purgatory of like, I have so many options and I don't know what to do, but it, I've really challenged myself to think if I didn't care about money or I didn't mm-hmm. care about like other people's perceptions of me or what I value as success, you know, all these things, what would I do? So I would have picked going back into my early 20s and went to live in New York like I should have done that and I just didn't I actually wish that when I was in my 20s I would have tried to become an actress oh that's one thing I I I actually never had wanted to be one Uh but now I think I could have tried Mm -hmm. and I regret not having tried another question are you team chef or team hunky GM oh hunky GM right I think they could have picked somebody better I think so too he looks like a little boy he does this is another reason why they're in purgatory because in her mind, he's always going to be that kid from high school. Right. But again, right. I'm not pushing this theory anymore, but I'm going to go. If I see this on Reddit and you guys steal this and go on Reddit and make this big, I'm going to be upset. I will say, though, that they are not doing a very good job of fleshing out the storyline, which is why it's like this feels so unbelievable. Maybe they will do it later on. 
but I think they could have done a little bit more setup to make it believable. But they didn't date in in high school. They did not. They just professed their love to each other, and that was it. But in a fake letter, basically. Yeah. Well, they never did. He, right. he must have. And then Suman wrote, wrote a fake a letter, letter yeah. back. And so we don't know what that letter says. We'll find out, I think, in a future episode. I'm not a big fan of Chef also. I do love Hunky GM. I think their flirting is really cute. He is also very cute without his glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I liked him with his glasses. But it is cute. And I think also because another K-drama trope of this, like, really innocent guy Mm -hmm. their interactions are very pure they're very cute and they look really good together i thought it was a good pairing another noteworthy thing was heon there's a scene where she comes out of the shopping mall oh right oh that was a big reveal too Mm -hmm. well she has a bag she has a bag she's very excited she got some like hot item and then out comes hunky gm behind her carrying more bags right like a boyfriend would Right. He's kind of very familiarly like giving her noogie. Then we see them later with his grandfather and she calls him Harabuchi. Yeah, so I think it's his sister. So it's his sister. But then in Chiwon's flashback, she remembers that Hyun, she was let go from their team for having an inappropriate relationship with the GM. Well, they call it inappropriate. She was like remembering. Right in the past life but she didn't actually know what happened she didn't know but but she said that the middle manager had pushed the cheerful girl Mm. out because there was something inappropriate going on it might just be that she's also in line right and that she is going to take the middle manager's job Mm. so jiwan is now conjecturing oh it must have been that they were in a relationship because look in this life Look, they must be dating. Yes. I'm so dumb. Yes. Why did I think he liked me? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because he's freaking stalking you and giving you rides everywhere. And then remember when he tripped over all of the hepan, the <laughs> rice, because he was like flustered seeing her in without glasses <laughs> at the office. But that was a good reveal. I was very excited about right, that. Right. I think that having Cheerful Girl and Hunky GM in Chiwon's corner is yeah. going to pay off for her. Right. Is Cheerful Girl... Being so nice to Jiwon because she knows that her brother is into her. Yeah, maybe. I think I think that's a good theory. Maybe she knows that her brother is into Jiwon. And so she's making a concerted effort to be nice to her. Yeah. Or maybe she also. Ooh, maybe she's also dead. <laughs> dead. Oh, did you read that book this time tomorrow? I, I started it. I started it. I haven't gotten to the point where she goes back in time yet. It's all, I'm still. Oh, like, you, you're I'm like, I'm page three. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter one. That book though, I think about it so often and I'd love to go and um, borrow it again to read because it's about a woman who time travels with her dad so she like goes back and then is able to change the course of how her life ends up and then she goes back and then the moral of that entire novel is just about the beauty of our lives and like just enjoying as it is rather than trying to change the course of our history well if you're trying to borrow from the library you're not going to get it for a while because i have the library copy and and it's overdue by very overdue (laughs) i've had it for weeks only on chapter one (laughs) 
Okay, so that was it. I liked these two episodes. I'm really enjoying this drama. It's, just it's like part in so between. bad, yeah. but also like inter- very entertaining because yeah. it's so over the top. I'm looking forward to next week. We're watching episodes five and six. Any housekeeping that we want to do? I think we were a little late to this, but you know, for those of you not on social media, stalking Singles Inferno cast members <laughs> like we are, yeah, we have some sad news. There are no couples that have stayed together. It doesn't seem like they even stayed past the recording of the island. They just got they got off of the island. They shook their hands off of each other and walked away. Um, yeah, on the hel- the breakups were all on the helicopter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The Kwani Hezon relationship that we were cheering for, it couldn't work out because of the long distance. Right. She's in England. And also, he's an idiot. <laughs> and she's way too good for him. Way too good. And then Chin Sok, Country Hulk, he had also said that he's not with Boobs McGee. Yeah. An Minyoung. An Minyoung. Coast Guard, Cutie. Dollface, Cutie. Uh-huh. I don't think so. I think everyone has come out and said, oh, we're all friends mm-hmm. and like we still hang out, but everyone's very vague about their answers. So I don't think they're together, which is also why I feel like their popular- popularity has flamed out a little bit. You're supposed to stay together. Like they call them business couples. Like you're supposed to stay together a little bit so you can get some endorsements and you can like get more social media following. Yeah. But they didn't seem to want to play this they game. They really were like, I cannot stand this person. Okay, thanks for listening. We will be back next week. Uh, We will see you then. Bye. Bye.